0: carter and i'm with jason medberry and you're listening to the power of purpose podcast where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how people like yourself can make a living doing what you love
1: doing so hey jason how you doing today hey you know <laughs> another day question. another day in the apartment
0: yeah <laughs> coronavirus yeah like, oh my god um so, you know, the other day I was talking to somebody I wanted her to interview her on my podcast, right? And she's really successful. And she said to me, um, I talked to my team about it, and I really don't have the bandwidth to do that. And mm-hmm. going, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. What do you mean I don't have the bandwidth? And then I. Got it, why she's so successful. Mm. And I was I also am coaching somebody who um just did a Forbes article that is entitled Um Why to Be Successful at Business, you should get rid of ninety percent of your clients and customers right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going why this is interesting get rid of or, this is the covid economy mm-hmm. people are suffering you should be glad to have a lot of clients and customers. why get rid of 90 percent of your clients and customers mm-hmm. and it's because we only have a certain bandwidth and you have to choose carefully
1: mm. of
0: who you give that to, otherwise you will be exhaust yourself and you will be totally off the purpose of your
1: life. Absolutely. What do you think about
0: that? Dave? Oh, I what love What do you that. think about that? Oh, I
1: love. I love talking about bandwidth. That's when because I don't think a lot of people. I don't think enough people discuss this honestly. And I even love the term bandwidth because, you know, it's a technical term. It's a digital term that comes from how much data can be sent and received in one section, you know, one one piece. So this has this much bandwidth. And a lot of people think it's it's, you know, tolerance. And tolerance is very different than bandwidth. You know, Tony Robbins has the whole thing is that, you know, you got to raise your standard and you get what you tolerate and all that kind of stuff. But bandwidth is very interesting because for everybody, it's different. And it's literally how I like to define it as what is the amalgamation of your energy executed on a daily basis? Like if you were to sit down and say, all right, I'm going to draw like, let's, you can do this as a homework assignment if you want. Take a sheet of paper, put it you know, lengthwise, draw a line across it, and then write down on that line all the things you thought about and did over the course of the day. I guarantee you, no matter how long that sheet of paper is, you're going to find a way to fill that entire line up with crap. <laughs> and the the most successful people, the most powerful people, the most influential people take their bandwidth, how much they can process and deliver back out to the world. Very, very seriously. Um, I can go to a really extreme place with this. Uh, I have a I have a (laughs) I have a belief system that uh, so one of the things I do, I do a ton of video production, and I get after my business partner a lot for let's say we're on a shoot, we're on the road somewhere. And He's trying to do something on his computer, or he's trying to check in with people, and we have a 4.30 a.m. call the next morning for the shoot. It's 9 o'clock at night. We've all just had our dinner. It's time to go to bed, because we have 4.30 in the morning to go, but he feels the necessity to look something up or talk to somebody, or I'll see him on Facebook or whatever, and I'm like, dude, you should be asleep right now. Because at 4.30 a.m., we have made a promise to those clients that we are going to be ready, able, and good to go to do the project that they paid us good money to do starting at 4.30 a.m. And if you show up tired and exhausted and confused and worn out because you just had to stay on Facebook or had to watch more TV or had to do or just wanted to send more emails or just wanted to get a little bit further ahead and work, you're stealing from that client. Because if I show up at 4.30 and I'm groggy and I don't know what's going on and I'm so tired, oh God, I just need some caffeine and where are we? And oh, we're moving half speed <laughs> and suddenly it takes us two hours to get ready instead of 45 minutes. In my mind, that's theft because we made a deal that we would show up and do our part 100%. And if that means cutting off things that, that you feel you should get done that night in order to serve that next thing. You do it because you made an agreement. So understanding yeah. your bandwidth and being able to say this is as much as I do and then I'm done here is actually the more honest way than burning the midnight oil and killing yourself for everybody yes. and all that kind of stuff. That's I mean, the, the whole workaholic thing is a is a myth. You know, that the only thing you're going to get if you live that way is you're going to be taken advantage of by people. That's it. You will never be successful. If I'm you dealing with this. Yeah,
0: I'm dealing with this. And um, what I I'm come to realize is that I um, am scared not to be busy.
1: Ooh, okay. yeah. Yeah. That's... So
0: so this was a big realization. And, and also if I'm working with this. Um, high-end business person who uh, coaches uh, people on just focusing on your top 10% of your customers Mm -hmm. and let the 90% go because, and especially this is so important now during the time of COVID, Mm -hmm. because we always hear of this, time and money, time and money. Well, I just think of money, Mm -hmm. okay? I'm just thinking like, Oh, I get a little money here. I get a little money there, but I'm not really looking at um, time. Mm -hmm. And in this place, you know, I think COVID has made us all realize how precious time is. With you know, so many people dying from this terrible, terrible disease, Mm -hmm. um, that our time is precious. Our lives are precious. Our healthy lives. Our healthy time is precious. And I'm older, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm older. So Life, this, is, this is the lie that we, 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 I've told myself my entire life. I have a lot of time. Mm. Time, time is um, finite. And what do I really want to do with my life and my purpose on life? And yet, somebody says, Judy, I want a private. Judy, I want this. Judy, I want that. Well, there's another part of me that goes, I like being wanted right (laughs) anybody wants me in my age i'm thrilled about (laughs) so i like i like being wanted Mm -hmm. okay i like feeling like i'm relevant oh people still want me people will still want to pay for you know what i have to say what i do oh judy be on my podcast yeah sure why Mm -hmm. not and then lately i'm finding my days completely filled up Mm. and at 9 p.m. I pass out. I'm so early. I'm like, I'm exhausted. I'm depleted, like someone took a straw into my purpose of life and took a long suck out of it, because, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I get off on wanting to be wanted, but in the end, am i doing what i want to do mm-hmm. and and so i had a really good day yesterday uh, cuz someone said um, i think it was you <laughs> take a freaking day off don't book so i take my calendar and i and i just left it empty mm-hmm. and i know i wanted to record my audiobook cuz it's it is kind of fun mm-hmm. but also it is a little exhausting so i had this day where i had like an hour work and then 2 hours unscheduled and I got a, I got a new e-bike electric bike mm-hmm. and I just zip around it's so much fun zippity uphills like fun and then I came back to a little work and then I cooked dinner and I started to actually enjoy myself and I felt like the sense of being on purpose and at first it was a little awkward mm-hmm. to go like god two hours what i'm what am i gonna do and i just feel like we all I, I and i know a lot of us are not working now and maybe feel we have too much time mm-hmm. but i think it's it's the idea of making choices of what do we want to do with our lives and right. how much time is being spent on I say I want to write a memoir how much time did I s- write the memoir uh, none how much time did I spend coaching and helping other people achieve their dreams uh, 95% uh-huh. I mean there's I remember Liz Torres a comedian she used to do the spoof on uh, say I'm just a girl who can't say no 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 so we all hear like, yes, say yes. You want me to yeah. do this? Yes, yes. I mean, there are books, books written about say yes. I think yes. if I wrote a book, it'll be say no.
1: Oh, oh, absolutely no. no. One of the biggest things that I have to, and this is actually, uh, I forget which book this is in. This was a test that they that they did where they had a bunch of successful entrepreneurs, uh, million plus a year revenue entrepreneurs fill out this survey. And basically they gave them, 10 minutes or I think it was 10 or five minutes to answer just two questions. And they had the first question is, what do you want to achieve or uh, you know, accomplish in your life? And then the second question is, what do you don't want in your life? And all the majority, like 99% of these incredibly successful entrepreneurs and business owners had four or five items and the things they wanted to do. And they could have written for six weeks all the things that they don't want in their (laughs) life. And that blew me away when I read that. I was like, oh, my gosh, because these guys know exactly what it is that they do not want in their life. And that is just as important as knowing what you do want. And when you do want something, you can be like, especially in that kind of list, you can be general. It's like, I want a healthy family. I want to make, you know, a decent living. I want to do, like, what do I don't want? I don't want to be a slave to my clients and contractors. I don't want to this. I don't want I don't want to have drama in my personal life 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I don't want to have to, you know, do 60 times the amount of work to get half the pay. I don't want to do, and you, the, the list just goes and goes and goes. The problem is, is I think people, As just like you said, you you like being wanted and they think every opportunity is worth going after. And
0: everything is an opportunity. Yeah. And and you know, it's especially if you get paid Mm -hmm. to do certain things, you know, it takes a lot of guts to say no. Oh,
1: especially if there's money involved. It's if there's money involved, it's one of the hardest professional decisions. Yeah. As a professional in any industry, the hardest decision to make early on in your career is to turn down easy money because it doesn't align with the thing that you want to do. It's scary to do. Oh, it's one of the hardest things. And you, have
0: you done it? Oh, have yeah. You done oh, yeah. It? No,
1: I've walked away from from you know being a part of six figure contracts for things because I'm like, this doesn't get me where I want to go. I've walked away from easy jobs, things where I'm like, ah, you know what? It wouldn't be that hard to do. I could probably knock it out, you know, relatively quickly. Yeah,
0: that's but, what I always think. Yeah. Oh, this will be easy.
1: Yeah, and then you say yes, and then two weeks down the road, you immediately regret it because it ends up being 10 times more complicated than it should have. You're not getting it. It's not worth the money, and now you've lost six weeks towards the thing you actually so wanted Jason,
0: to do. Jason, Jason, I like you. Like, I'm in the middle of this problem, mm-hmm. okay? I keep, like, you and I made a big decision in my business mm-hmm. where we went, okay, um, you know, I'm running. I put, I spent all this time putting together a message review university to help people become speakers. And then I went, you know what, COVID, everything, let's just give it away. Let's just give it away for free. Let's mm-hmm. just people have it. But we'll say we won't do tech support. We won't do handling. Yeah. It's just yours. Use it. Yep. Become a speaker. Make a living doing that. It's fine. I'm giving it all away. Yep. But somehow, things have creeped in as people go, oh, can you help coach me? Can you help this? Can... And all of a sudden, that, that, and, and some of my clients, I mean, not. I just adore them. Mm-hmm. I adore them, and I learn stuff from them, and it's wonderful, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so how do we find this balance? Is there any tip? That that we can, you know, because I think this podcast about mm-hmm. the power of purpose is for artists or yep. for creative people, and to be a creative a person, we've done episodes about talking about nothing, and 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 we need space. Yes, in our life, like everything now is so. Everybody has a calendar program. Get in my calendar. Get in my calendar, mm-hmm. uh, and so I've started. To put chunks that just go, I'm busy.
1: Yes. Right? Oh, like yes.
0: Just chunks, like days. like I, I go, like, I'm busy. Nothing.
1: Mm.
0: Nothing. And then something will go, Judy, your calendar's... G- I need to talk... All right. Oh, uh, well. yeah.
1: And then it's... oh. And I've
0: done it. And then, oh, there's another one. Okay. Yeah. So, Jason, help me. Give me some tips. And I'm sure people listening have this problem of overextending their bandwidth yes and um it's finite our energy is finite our time is finite it's a precious thing we shouldn't give it away we should be careful we we we've talked about valuing our time in this podcast like what is the value of your time Mm -hmm. but this is more about you know limiting things that aren't on your purpose of life so give me Give me an assignment here.
1: Okay, so a couple things to talk about there. Number one is uh, I'm big into compartmentalization, but a lot of people compartmentalize wrong. The reason why they compartmentalize is they think that every time, you know, and to give an explanation of what that is, is where you say, okay, here's my chunk for work, here's my chunk for my life, here's my chunk for my fitness, here's my chunk. And when I'm doing and I when I chunk out all of these different pieces of my life, I'm like, okay, I'm in work mode now. Okay, I'm in artist creation mode now. Okay, I'm in family life mode now. And all this stuff. The biggest mistake people make when they compartmentalize is they think that when they move to that next compartment. They're starting fresh from zero and they have all the it's like it's like someone hitting a restart button. It's like a video game. Your character just respawned in this new compartment. So you should have the same level of energy and commitment as you jump from compartment to compartment because everything's been separated. So you're basically you should have the same amount of energy. And that is completely false. Things may be compartmentalized, but they all live on the same bandwidth. So one of the first things that you know, one of the first things I did when I when I started my business and things like that, uh, when I was first trying to like organize an insane life, was I compartmentalized my personal life and then put that on my bandwidth and was like, all right, what in my life is absolutely essential in order for me to get the things that i want versus the things that i'm just doing because i think i need to do them you know one of the hardest problem hardest things to do is to look in the mirror or to write down on a sheet of paper everything you did and go i don't need to do that i don't need to be with this i don't need to and the personal one is usually the hardest one because there are people who are like oh my god i I talk to my spouse too much. I complain too much. Like we come home, it's lunchtime or it's at the end of my day and we spend three hours bitching and moaning about our days. You know, it helps, it feels good. It's, and we've fallen into this pattern of doing it every time we get home. Well, that's killing three hours of my time. And we've just gotten into this rut of doing it. And so to now it's expected. It's like, oh, I'm going to come home. And now, you know, it's complaining time. Let's pop open the tequila. Let's finish the day. And it's like, oh, my God, I never realized how much time I was spending doing that. You know, one of the biggest things that I did was, you know, I put all of my calls on a calendar. You know, you've tried to reach me randomly out of the blue. It's very hard to get a hold of me just out of the blue sometimes because my schedule is so broken up that it's like, no, this is what I'm working on now. Nothing else exists until this thing is done. And I have already planned out the full length of what I'm capable of. So I'm not making any exceptions. You know, there's always room for something down the line. You know, you're always like, I'm not, I'm not disrespecting people by saying no, I can't hang out with you or no, I can't talk to you now or no, whatever. I want to do that stuff. But you have to fit into my life and show me the respect that that's due to me and the respect I have for myself by putting it on a calendar, making it a date, making it something that's important. You know, the other part is intention. You know, how much of the stuff do you do throughout the day that is intentionless? Do you come home and just immediately turn on the news and then some bad headline comes out or some report that pisses you off? And now you're pacing around the living room or sitting there drinking beer going, see, these idiots don't know. And suddenly time is just falling off the day. And you're like, oh, my God, I what happened to the day? What happened? What What's going on? Well. You have this habit of coming home and flipping on the news. That triggers you hearing shit you should you don't want to hear, which causes you to get pissed, which causes you to complain, which now causes time that you didn't have right. in the first place.
0: Right. Um, so, so, so it's about rather than being in reaction to other people, mm-hmm. okay? Where whether you know is just to go. Uh, no, what do I really want to do? Mm-hmm what how much of of what i do makes me happy and schedule it mm-hmm. like schedule that i mean that's the thing i don't schedule the things that really make me happy i don't schedule like our bike ride yeah i don't schedule like um Puzzle time. I mean, and those moments,
1: those schedules are as vitally as important as the things you schedule that make you money or lead to your career. And one other thing I want to get into is, you know, on top of, of bandwidth, it's the you do only have a certain amount of energy per day. And let's say, you know, your energy sucks right now. Okay, there's a lot of people who the environment, especially right now, has sapped them of their energy, you know, yes. and I was a victim of it too. And I don't even remember April. I don't remember April. April, I thought I slept through it. I don't remember anything that happened in April because I, I I, abandoned my time. I kind of got wrapped up in the whole, oh, we're all gonna die and you know, horror porn and all that stuff that's online. And And I just lost that month. That month was just gone. And one of the most important things with bandwidth is After you've done your test, so let's say you've done your thing, you've laid out a sheet of paper, you've drawn a line across it, and you've written down everything that you did that day, and you realize, wow, I spent a lot of time doing stupid crap. I was on Reddit for 45 minutes. Why the hell was I on Reddit? Oh, because I read a comment that pissed me off, and then I looked up that guy so I could talk shit about him. You know, like something stupid like that. The other thing is after you've seen that, you know, okay, these are all the 8 million things that I did today and this is how it filled up. And then how did I feel at the end of the day? I felt exhausted and tired and depressed and pissed off. Okay. All right, fine. Now you get a new sheet of paper, you draw a new line and you write down, okay. uh, I, I love the term, the frog eat the frog. You know, what's the one thing or two things that I could do today that get me going in the direction that I want to go, that serves my purpose, that serves my my goals, that serves my dream. Those go on this chart first before anything else. Those things happen. If you're working on okay. a project, if you're writing... Uh, Those two things. And you take up as much space on that line as you need to make sure that that one thing or those two things... I'm writing that
0: down right now, Jason. Do it. Do
1: it. Write it down.
0: I'm writing it down. The things that make me happy, the things that are my purpose, Mm -hmm. the things that will get me things that I really want to have in my life. You
1: know, the question is, if I only did this today, would I have made progress? And if that's the thing. And the the number one enemy of progress is busy work. The number one enemy of progress is busy work. So if you're so, like, well, and,
0: and it takes up your bandwidth and
1: it's, and it eats up your bandwidth incredibly. So if you could step away and say, I only accomplished this one thing today, but, and everything else fell through the cracks. I still made progress today. Because there's going to be lots of days where you're going to fill up your day with busy work and it gets you nowhere. You're in the same spot you were when you started yes. the day as you finished the day.
0: Perfect example of that is email.
1: Oh, email is a great... I keep... Social I media... Keep, Social oh, media yeah. is a black hole. You can get lost in there, and there's so many different platforms. I and love. And then
0: it's like, you know, and then days
1: have passed. It's exactly. just amazing.
0: You get sucked up in it. My,
1: you know, my brother and I were just talking, and he had to delete TikTok off his phone because he realized that he was spending his entire lunch break on TikTok, the whole hour, just watching funny videos of people and all sorts of stuff, because he didn't realize how much it was just eating away at his time. And, and, and that's the thing is like, when you sit and do that acknowledgement, and I always talk a lot about, you know, you have to be brutally honest with yourself. When you lay down that brutal honesty, and you've drawn out that line, and you've got that list of things and you know that there's that one or two things that give you progress, you're going to notice all those things that you used to think you had to do all the time. You didn't have to do them.
0: That's fantastic. So Jason, I want, let's practice. Say. Okay. Say, Judy, can you do my podcast?
1: Yeah, so it's like, hey, Judy, uh, could you do my podcast? Or actually, we wanted you to do a podcast series because you know you're so talented and you're so funny. Uh, so, oh, could we I'm do talented? one on speaking and maybe one on comedy, comedy and then maybe one and on online? So, you know, we'll figure it out later. All and right, if- let me practice. Let me practice. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, well, exactly. I didn't. Yay! Is that easy. Is
1: there you go. Easy? There you go. I mean
0: Oh, Jason. Thanks. I'm gonna take and I and I know some of you listeners too, you have limited broadband. Yep. Take charge of it rather than be in reaction to other people. Mm-hmm. Stay on your purpose by taking charge of your day. For your special gift, go to TheMessageOfYou.com. That's TheMessageOfYou.com and get your free one-year subscription to The Message of You University, which is full of lessons to help you find your message and turn it into a book, a TED Talk, or a paid speaking career. That's TheMessageOfYou.com.